What's up, junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pigskin Junkies. Myself, Michael Larson, the big brother, Jerry Larson, and Scott Panza. Here to talk week five of the NFL and kind of what we're looking at pick-wise. Fellas, uh, how are we doing? You know, quarter of the season in the books, Crazy. feeling pretty good. We're at 60, just a 60% in the Super Contest. And, uh, you know, the week five slate is just a puke fest of terrible, terrible games. The best uh, being the Thursday nighter and then just a lot of nothing to look at. Uh, so not the most exciting weekend of games, but it's NFL football beats uh, college football for sure. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, yeah, feeling good. I actually was scrolling Twitter earlier and I saw uh, the guy got a check from Darren Stevens with Matt and Tony. I don't know if that was today or yesterday. Was today, or yeah. What? But uh, that was cool to see. It's $140,000. I mean, like a real check for the quarter poll. Um, humble brag. I actually told Darren I thought that was a really cool part of the contest and will keep people otherwise that would normally otherwise be disinterested very interested so uh scott and i i actually i'll I'll give him credit i piggybacked on his idea thinking about the season especially as it pertains to the contest in quarters and you have a target for each quarter and you, you try and do our best so i would say at the quarter pull mark certainly not where we want it to be uh it's tough to be 19 and one but uh feel 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 good about uh where we're at otherwise not not out of it just yet yeah, and that's, I mean, 19 and 1 is. It's insane. Yeah, I think it's, it's insane. And picking it's six, unrepeatable. Yeah. It's, it's two guys are there, too, which is just even more banana land. Banana land. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, well, and I guess, I don't, like, I, so that's some of it with me, like, Super Contest, you have 30, what, 3,700 people? So 30. this is what I always say. If you have, if you have 3,700 people stand in a line and flip coins 20 times, someone's going to go. 19 and 1, just as a law of large numbers. Yeah, we'll even out by the end of the year. I mean, correct. Uh, at this point last year, I was 15 and 5 on the way up, and then, you know, 32 and 8 through eight weeks. I mean, I thought that was just a torrid pace, and, you know, <laughs> it's because it is. Came yeah. back to earth on, <laughs> in the second half of the season. So I'm sure these guys, they're going to pull back. I'm definitely going to start tracking them. Uh, uh, where they shake out every week. But I think, you know, last weekend was um, a weekend where the public got crushed and, you know, really a lot of people separated themselves. So I think this is another weekend that it's just, I don't know where people feel super comfortable with a lot of these lines and a lot of these matchups because there's just a lot of funky matchups out there and a lot of big spreads and a lot of puke games. So um, I'm, uh, I'll be curious to see where consensus falls out because I've been pretty good at predicting it in, uh, in my model that I built, but, um, this weekend I, I, I'm struggling with it. I'll be honest. I, this is definitely the toughest week of the year for me so far. I felt really good in, you know, week three, I felt fantastic. And week five is just, I'm str- I'll be honest for the listeners struggling a little bit. Cool. They, uh, speaking of which public service announcement, if you emailed us about the uh, <clears throat> Friday newsletter, it did not go out last week. I apologize about that. There were, we'll just call it extenuating circumstances last week. You can expect uh, to have an email in your inbox probably as you're listening to this or later on Friday morning. So 
Uh, I do want to apologize to everyone if you want to get on those newsletters. Well, I should say sing- singular newsletter. Scott is the only one writing it currently. Uh, I hope to be doing a college one very soon. Please email us, Pigskin Junkies Podcast, all spelled out at gmail.com. DM us on Twitter, hit us on Twitter, whatever. You guys know how to get a hold of us. Just tell us you want to you get on the list. Tell, takes a big man to admit his faults. <laughs> yeah, we messed up. <laughs> yeah, there were there were reasons that were legitimate. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I exactly. Said. It was a it was a yeah yeah week five. It's coming at you. So, a couple of housekeeping things once again. Please continue to rate, review, subscribe on the podcast on iTunes is always great. We really appreciate it. I think we're at like sixty something reviews, which is you know for like Jared and I always joke. I mean, this started out as I think we had five friends that listen to this podcast. So just the fact that even people tweet at us is a victory from where we were and we're just enjoying <laughs> it. And it's just fun to be a part of a community. So we appreciate it. Keep tweeting at us. Uh, once again, challenge these two jamokes on drafts.com. Use the promo code pigskin junkies, all one word, and you get a free $3 play. Please just someone, please. Because I'm sitting on top of the league right now just, just clowning everybody. That's true. <laughs> Don't make me do it, guys, okay? Don't make me do it. Because I'm not going to do gonna it. step into the octagon and get <laughs> yeah. TKO'd in 0.8 I got, seconds. I got you in here TKO? for three minutes. Total knockout. <laughs> no, no, KO. Is that what it is? I don't. I obviously don't watch I don't any watch type it. of fighting sports. Hey, but SmackDown <laughs> coming to Fox Friday. So, I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> so, those are the... Uh, housekeeping dealios we're gonna dive into it now so you saw us on twitter it's gonna be obviously we joke someone has to eat crow when saturday comes around and you listen to this podcast because we can't see the future watching this thursday night game of two teams that no one can seem to figure out on this podcast seahawks rams fellas did you end up taking any place no, I had nothing on this. I went back and forth all day. I was just, my mind was in a pretzel because I still think the Rams are one of the top five teams in the league. Uh, and they're on a short week off a, a really fast-paced game. So I would anticipate that they just kind of run out of steam in this game and the, Se- and the Seahawks win, but I wasn't willing to put any money on it. So I stayed far away. I just, I'm going to be a spectator, and as we sit right now, and starting at six nothing Rams, but they didn't capitalize on a uh, a turnover, and then they had a nice punt return, and they didn't they didn't punch it in. So, you know, who knows? I'm not, I'm not, I have no I have no opinion on this game. Yeah, nothing for me either. Um, my normal Thursday night home team thesis, especially this one, is in division. I normally would love this spot for. Uh, our Seahawks. However, as I uh, told one of the loyal listeners earlier today, I just can't. I have no feel for this team. I thought I had it on the screws. Bengals week one, and it's been a complete dumpster fire ever since. And so uh, I'm hitting the pause button on our birds uh, for a couple of weeks, trying to get that uh, that radar back honed in. So we're going to get into games now, actually, that are on the card for Sunday. We got Ravens Steelers. Ravens favored by three on the road. This is this is a no play for me uh, in division. Um, I still don't like what I'm seeing from Mason Rudolph. Uh, they all his passes were short passes that 
you would think that the Ravens defense would figure out, but their defense got torched last week. Uh, I expect a big game out of Lamar Jackson, um, but laying three, three and a half on the road in division, I want no part of this one. Uh, Gun to the head, I'd be on the Ravens, but uh, I wouldn't feel too comfortable about it at all. Yeah, I made this three. No interest here from a play, uh, certainly in the contest or uh, any of my hard-earned dollars. I agree with Scott. What I saw on Monday night does not make me want to back the Steelers, uh, despite the fact that uh, they are getting a field goal at home in a divisional game, uh, because I'm not too keen on the Ravens this year, but uh, didn't see any value here in this number. I saw a guy at the bar Monday with his Ben Roethlisberger jersey on and a terrible towel in his hand sitting by himself. And I just wanted to walk over and put my arm around him and be like, you know, man, it's tough, but I see you. I see you out here being a fan, and I appreciate it. Next up. I'll just do it at home, but whatever. <laughs> well, maybe, Torture chamber. Yeah. You got a drink. <laughs> You're going to get through that game. Oh, it was horrible. Next up. We're going over to you sound like you're from London. Bears. <laughs> Raiders. Bears by five and a half favorites. Uh I don't mind that it's Chase Daniel. Um, I think he's just gonna hammer the rock to Allen Robinson and Tariq Cohen. Uh Raiders feeling pretty good about themselves. Um off a big win on the road at the Colts, improving John Gruden's road record to two and nine. I do like what the Raiders did. They've been in London all week. Chicago just landed earlier today. Um, so a little time to acclimate, but the kickoff is a still a one o'clock kickoff. Um I think a lot of travel for the Raiders. It might catch up to them. I'm all over the Bears, and this is a Khalil Mack revenge game. This is definitely in the slate for sure. I'll be on the Bears. Uh, I was had this game circled from the beginning of the year. Raiders in London. Um, you know, smash fest all over the Bears. Also all over the Bears, uh, we had a loyal listener. Actually, I take that back. First-time listener, long-time caller, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Someone that I've known uh, and been friends with for quite some time, but he listened to the podcast this week for the first time, and he texted me and said, hey, thanks for the tip on the on the hammer time on Bears. As soon as I listened to the podcast, I went click, click, click on four, and it's now, as Micah said, sitting at five and a half. So I also like the Bears. Uh, I, Chase Daniel and, and Mitchell Trubisky, to me, are at, at worst the same person at best. Chase Daniel is better than than Mitchell Trubisky. So I like the defense quite a bit here for the Bears. I think the Raiders are not likely to score more than twice. And uh, I think I agree with Scott. Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen, it's going to be a pound fest. Something in the teens here. Um, David Montgomery, not Jordan Howard. Yeah, sorry. I'm getting them all mixed up. I can't keep them all straight. Who's Jordan Howard play for? The Eagles. Mm-hmm. Jeez, what's wrong with me? Who do he used to play for? He used to play for the Bears. My name's, okay. my name is Mike Ruzioni, and I play for the United States of America. <laughs> it's America. <laughs> it's in there somewhere, all these players and names and jerseys. The shrapnel in my brain is uh, apparently wanting <laughs> to work out there. <laughs> yeah, they're giving it to someone. Whoever's taking the ball is going to be crushing the Raiders. Yeah. And speaking Plus of- Raiders, very highly valued, predicated on their uh, win against the Colts last week. That was that was yeah that was a shocker. But speaking of the just disgustingly horrible Monday night game that it was, the Red Rifle was non-existent. Cardinals traveling to the Bungles. 
Bengals favored by three. Uh, I'm I'm scooping the points here, not feeling too oh. good about it uh, for sure with the cards. Now the problem with the Bengals is what's wrong with the Bengals? They give up the second most fantasy points to running backs. The Cardinals love checking it down to David Johnson. This is a smash fest game for David Johnson. Give me the points and plus just the offensive line for the Bengals cannot stop anybody. I expect a a Chandler Jones turnover to maybe seal the deal for the cards. But I mean, the good news for this game, you don't want to watch it. You definitely don't want actually, actually, I'll be honest. I think this is a very sweet DFS spot. I think this would be a great game to stack because it might be up and down because both defenses are just terrible. But the good news for these teams is one of these rookie coaches is getting their first win. Congratulations to hopefully Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> I will yeah. not watch one second of this game, and neither should you. <laughs> no play. I made it. I made it. Uh, Bengals three. Sorry, I made it. Bengals two. I I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury. I don't trust the Cardinals offense inept in the red zone you know it's it's, pretty remar- it's remarkable both of these teams they look good week one and they've just steadily regressed Toilet bowl ever since. That, yeah. I mean the play calling last Monday night for the Bengals is just it was not inspired in any which way so um, yeah I'll take the cards just because it's getting points but uh, I mean puker of a game mm-hmm Jags, Panthers, in Carolina, Panthers by three and a half. I'll tell you, what I think about this game is, if Jalen Ramsey's playing, this is a smash spot for the Jags and Gardner Minshew. If he's not playing, I'm probably erring on the side that I don't want to touch this one too much. Jacksonville without Jalen Ramsey's defense, Jacksonville's defense without Jalen Ramsey I mean, they were going to beat up by Joe Flacco last week. I think Kyle Allen, who will have more weapons than Joe Flacco has to work with, uh, and Christian McCaffrey in there, I think that this is an open the floodgates potentially for them. Uh, Also, the Panthers just play great at home. Um, But, you know, Super Collins, this is too tough to pick because I just don't know Jalen Ramsey's status. Come Sunday morning when I see inactive, active, uh, and – Hopefully I can get it or get some sort of indication before there's any line movement. I'll probably help on the Panthers. I would love to bet my favorite quarterback, Gardner Minshew, American hero. But after last week's performance and my money going straight into the Bunsen burner, firing <laughs> against Kyle Allen, I will pass on this game. I actually, I like a lot what Scott said. I wasn't going to play it in the contest, but uh, I may have to have a few shekels on the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. A couple shekels. I think uh, Minshew's jockstrap could hold a couple shekels there, but that's about uh, it. Probably could. I think <laughs> a couple Sacagawea coins. I just think <laughs> the fact that he actually met Uncle Rico is the greatest thing. And, and They're then, really uh, pressing it. Mike Leach even tweets out just a couple of Uncle Ricos when they're <laughs> together. I'm like, man, the guy is unbelievable. Mike Leach is another American hero. He is. National treasure. <laughs> they... Just a quick college thing for you, Scott. They asked him about the mascots in the Pac-12, and he oh, went, yeah. "Yeah, oh my goodness, it was the awesome. greatest thing that I think ever happened." Next up, my Minnesota Vikings traveling to the New York Giants. Vikings favored minus five and a half. I hate this team. Oh, oh, oh! I love. I, 
I love the Vikings in this spot. Ooh. No one could be more down on this team than Joe Public. 16-6 to six loss last week. It was in the 4 o'clock slot. Everyone saw it. Everyone's down on Kirk Cousins. A lot of noise. A lot of noise in Minnesota right now. Uh, Danny Dimes, you know, he's 2-0 and since he took over. He's got a home game. They can go 3-2. and Oh, this team's legit. They have no pass rush to speak of. They are not going to get to Kirk Cousins. They're not going to get in his face. This is the first real defense that Danny Dimes will have seen. Give me the Vikings. Lay the road points. I know it makes you want to puke, but this is a, a touchdown game the Vikings win, and I really think they frustrate Danny Dimes in this one. Uh yeah, so I I like what Scott said. Everything makes sense. I made this line three. I think the Vikings are a better team. I, I feel like that kind of goes without saying. I agree that you can't really buy a whole lot lower than the Vikings, and you can't pay much higher of a price on the Giants with uh, a win against Tampa Bay and then a win against the hapless Redskins in the rearview mirror. Danny Dimes, this is the first real defense that he's going to see as starting quarterback of the Giants. Does get to do it in the friendly confines of MetLife Stadium, but uh, I I have zero interest in in laying five points with this team on the road. No interest. Sorry, Captain, Kirk's going to find a way to fumble the football, so he's got to keep that stack going of just losing it every game. I I would not be shocked if this if this were the Kirk Cousins you stink. Why are you making thirty million dollars? Well, because now I go twenty eight for thirty two for for. 290 and four touchdowns against the shit Giants. Yeah. I do think they're going to. It's a very leaky defense. Yeah. Very leaky. I, I think this is a game where Zim's got so much people crawling up his butt that Kubiak's going to be like, look, man, just throw, the, like, come out and throw the football. And I think, like you said, I think this is the Kirk. Hey, I'm like actually kind of good, but only against teams that are extremely suspect. Don't forget, Shermer's the head coach for the Giants. Mm-hmm. That's true. So maybe we what, you're saying revenge to... game? Maybe Not we... necessarily revenge, but I think he just he maybe understands how Zimmer's defense ticks because he saw it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can uh we can just leave Stefan Diggs out there when we, we come back. Pats, Redskins, Patriots favored fifteen and a half on the road. Ugh. Oh, I love it. Wonka Vader pick <laughs> of the week. Oh man. Lay the 15. Dwayne, all right, so Case Keenum's in a walking boot. Colt McCoy barely practiced, is coming off of a botched knee surgery. So Dwayne Haskins is going to be in there throwing picks all over the field. This is a uh, big win for the Pats, a smash spot. Um, you know, Josh Norman, the corpse of Josh Norman, isn't going to frustrate anyone on the Pats. Uh, the offense. <laughs> the corpse. <laughs> And uh, the Redskins just aren't going to score. I don't know how they're going to score. They're not going to run the ball. The Pats' defense is stifling. Uh, I tend, I want to avoid betting the Pats just because I'm a total homer. I bet against them last week, but this is—I mean, this is just a smash spot for them. Absolutely, lay the points. This is uh, Wankvier pick of the week, and I know it's super square. Whatever. I don't care if it's square. I'm telling you, this team is going to just put it to the skins. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Scott. 28-7, 31-7, 24-6, something, something in there is going to be the final score. I'll tell you even Redskins more. Redskins not going to score. Offense looks so bad last week. They want to get that going. 
and I, I, the defense of the skins is going to frustrate them. Tom Brady's torch Rob Ryan defenses all his career. I mean, <laughs> I, I'll give the I see I give the Bills a lot more credit. To, I feel like the at least the narrative that I've heard this week is like Pat's offense really struggled, and I would disagree. I think Bills defense one is really good, and two played a hell of a game. Yeah. And we, I think everyone on this podcast likes McDermott as a coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's time. obviously not Belichick, but yeah, get credit where it's due. And uh, that credit is not due to the Washington Redskins <laughs> players. Coaching staff, I actually think the coaches are okay. The team, the team stinks. Two objects that love flying. Jets, Eagles. Eagles at home favored 13 and a half. Uh, uh, not a super contest play just because I don't know if Darnold's playing. If Darnold's not playing, lay the points, and that that spread's going to jump up. If Darnold is playing. I'm going to swallow these. I'm going to take the points with the the Jets, and uh, that's just too many points to lay to uh, a team that's uh, needs to get uh, some some wins on the the slate for them. They have a lot of weapons on offense. They just Luke Falk is not the one to deliver the the pigskin to them. But Sam Darnold is, and two touchdowns is just too much to give to this team. And also they're off a bye, so you know that they've been, you know, preparing a lot for this game. So I do like the Jets. Um, if Sam Darnold's playing, if it's Luke Falk, all bets are off, and the spread should be twenty one. Yeah, I'm hoping that we get lucky with some Darnold news tomorrow, Friday, uh, before we put the picks in because I heard John Murray at the Westgate, and I forgot what podcast it was. He said with Darnold playing this line is closer to eight or nine, which means I will be uh, taking the points if that's the case. But uh, no play here for me and and probably won't be able to get down on it if uh, we get the breaking news. But if you do, if you somehow found out Darnold – is out there and your book's slow to move, I would grab the 13 and a half. Still got mono. Unreal. Bucks. Yeah, who knows? Saints. Bridgewater at home, favored by three and a half. Uh, so Tampa Bay looked absolutely fantastic last week. Um, give me the home team, though. I, and trust me, this is someone who absolutely despises Teddy Bridgewater as a quarterback. He's <laughs> awful. He's not not good. But this is a very tough place to play. Said it a couple of weeks ago, James Winston off wins. What does he do? He loses. Um, this is a tough environment for this team. They're not going to be able to run the ball. Lattimore all over uh, Mike Evans. As long as they can neutralize Chris Godwin, who's just been a beast, and I'm eating so much crow on him in fantasy this year. Um, give me the Saints and just a, an ugly game, an ugly game. And the, I just don't expect the Bucs to repeat what they did last week. This is a Wonka Vader pick of the week right here with the New Orleans Saints. We're going to have to get like a sound. Yeah. What's that called? A, a drop? Ooh, I like radio it. speak. Yeah. Is that what you're looking yeah, for? Yeah, we're going to have to get one of those like do, 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 whatever, but not that. But like a Wonka Vader sound. What's that? DJ Khaled? What's do, that? Do, 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 do. No, that's just an air the horns. Horn. That's just oh. every <laughs> DJ that's ever existed. <laughs> Ever. Okay. <laughs> In the entire Earth's history, every DJ ever. Uh, well, they okay, don't know so, how to transition to the next song. <laughs> yeah, just break everything up and yeah. start over again. Mm-hmm. Saints, I made this six. I think this line is extremely disrespectful 
I give uh, the Superdome three and a half points for home field advantage simply, which means these two teams are even on a neutral field, which is a bunch of hogwash. I think everyone saw the Bucks score 55 points last week against the Rams. People bet what they've seen. They watched the Saints play Dallas on uh, Sunday night in prime time and score basically no points. Well, guess what? Teddy Bridgewater is starting to get a little bit of rhythm. The defense get a little bit of flow. Um, I expect to see a good performance here from the Saints uh, and easily cover that three-and-a-half number. I could see them winning by somewhere between seven and ten points. Saints, Wonkavator. Ooh. Saints kind of Vader. You know, I will say, going back to the Vikings real quick, I think the funniest thing I see on my social media is, we should have kept Bridgewater. And I'm like, no. wait, <laughs> what? Like, the guy's had to leg pay him almost too. fell off. And you're going you yeah, to pay him, exactly. too. I know, I know. You're it's not getting funny. out of this money. You picked the wrong guy. guy. You drew the wrong card. Yeah, I mean, I don't you played war and lost. That's basically what it comes <laughs> down to. You cool. picked the wrong guy. You have, you have three choices for quarterback to your team for the next three years. Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater, Kirk Cousins. Who are you going with? Minshew. <laughs> no, realistically, yeah, Kirk. I mean, just I was say, who does my heart say? Of course, Gardner. But I would probably answer Teddy Bridgewater. Wow. I'm going Gardner. Come on. Sorry, guys. I know what I'm getting out of Kirk Cousins. They scored like three touchdowns. I know what I'm getting out of Kirk Cousins. It's nothing. It's nothing that's going to lead me in the playoffs. Maybe Gardner Minshew. It's better. I mean, I guess that's uh, well, fair. So I, no, you would, I think you would get in the playoffs with Kirk Cousins, and you're locking yourself into going no further than the first round. Exactly. Well, what's Where funny Teddy, that? Teddy, you may blow it out, but you also might – take it to the tippy top. So I guess it just depends on what you're trying to do. And I, I don't think want, you're going to the tippy top with Gardner. I want Gardner's beautiful mustache to just graze the Lombardi trophy as he's slowly smooching it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, just, I don't think that's in there. I could be obviously wrong. But if I'm talking about what of those three guys could actually win the Super Bowl, I think it's Teddy Bridgewater with his bike. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were recording that like video wise because that was <laughs> egregious. Uh, that's that's got to be a Twitter poll tonight, Scott. So that'll be we'll go spoiler yeah. alert when you're listening to this. Hopefully you voted in the poll. Yeah, and if you haven't, please please vote. Yeah, we'd love to hear. <laughs> Next up, Falcons Texans in Ugh. Houston. Texans then the butt chin by five. Oh God! Both the both coaching staffs are just terrible, and it's just you know which poison do you want to pick yourself with? I mean, Matt Ryan got toasted. Uh, his offensive line gave him no help. JJ Watt's going to be going up against a rookie McGarry, um, but the Texans they have no offensive line. Um, they have they make poor coaching decisions. They looked very inferior against the the Panthers and Kyle Allen last week. I gun to the head, I'm taking the Falcons, and it makes me want to puke just because they have so many offensive weapons against a very, very poor secondary of the Texans. So five points. I mean, this is easily a field goal game, but you just can't trust either one of these teams. It's interesting for DFS. Uh, a lot of talk about Wolf Fuller being a guy who has a ton of air yards and just waiting for him to, to bust out. 
I'm considering putting the Falcons in my lineup. I definitely won't touch the Texans at more than a field goal uh, in a game like this where the Falcons can score all day. But the offensive line of the Falcons is just super concerning. So it's just it's it. There's a, there's a lot of caveats with this pick. Yeah, I'm going to get sucked into the Falcons. I can tell it already because it's just, again, ultimate buy low opportunity. I sure as heck don't trust Bill incompetent O'Brien to cover five points. Why these two coaches have a job to me is befuddling. <laughs> I don't. Their offense. How is Atlanta's offense not good? How is that possible? Coaching. Coaching. That's what, that, that's what I mean. It's the only possible outcome. Yeah, I mean, you look they at, have They have everybody. weapons everywhere. I mean, you look at what everywhere. this offense did two years ago when they went to the Super Bowl. Stacked. Stacked. Yeah. And, and nothing's the same changed. dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the... They added Calvin Ridley. Yeah. That's it. Can they get him the damn ball? What is the problem with your know. offense? You can't get him the ball. No idea. They can't I get really anyone like... the ball. It's just, I don't understand it's, it. It's so I'm, frustrating. Sanu, oh, Jones, Ridley. I mean, you have three stud receivers right there. Hooper, Devontae. I mean, they got... And Matt yeah. Ryan is a... Come on! Matty Ice. It's 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 befuddling. Sad. Befuddling. Sad. Sad. It's wagon time, boys. Bills yeah, getting no respect. They get no respect. They really do get no respect. Playing the Titans in Tennessee. They're three point dogs. Titans favored. I actually think this line is really respectful to the Bills because you don't know Josh Allen's status, and they're still only three-point dogs. They actually opened at two and a half, and then moved half a point. Um, I think this defense is going to give Marcus Mariota a lot of problems. I just they're not going to be able to run on him, and they definitely, definitely aren't going to be able to throw on him. So uh, this under is super juicy. I mean, it's just a it's shockingly low at 38 um but i think that's a or 38 and a half i think it's an under that's very tasty uh particularly first half under um i'll take the three points with the bills i actually think they go on the road and win this game i think uh, it's a defensive led charge even in matt barkley plays the team rallied around him last year at the jets and they laid it on them so give me the bills and i like them outright josh allen or not yeah, is he concussed? I presume. He is concussed, but he's been practicing limited all week. I think he's going to play, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I really like the first half under here. Uh, I don't like game under simply because there is zero room for error at 38 points hmm. when you're betting an under, and I could see a defensive touchdown here. This is going to be knockdown, drag out, ugly. I made the line two uh, just as a function of I think the Bills are a better team than the Titans, but obviously it's in Nashville this weekend. So uh, I agree with Scott. I think this Bills defense is going to get after Marcus Mariota, but um, a slugfest. This is going to be old school, you know, circa 1997 football. I'll Ugly. You, the Titans look absolutely great last week and the fact that this is only two and a half three i feel like this is a joe public hammer the titans type of game and uh, it's a little fishy I, I really i really do genuinely like the bills in this spot it's not just because i've been touting them uh, I, i've been just screaming their praises all uh preseason and all season so far they've been uh, they've been money in the bank but you know what they say you know life's too short to bet the under 
(laughs) (laughs) So next game, battle of the two most just got to be boring quarterbacks in the NFL. We got Broncos. We got Chargers. Chargers at home favored by six and a half. Uh, This is a stay very, very, very far away. This is a Broncos team that people have been caught up betting, thinking that they're going to bust out, and they've been disappointed. Um, But this is a bit too many points for a team that has really no home field advantage, uh, a lackluster coach, a lot of injuries. They just sent uh, Dontrell Inman to IR. You don't know how Gordon and Eckler are going to play off each other. This is a desperate Broncos team. If they have any sort of pride, they should uh, in division make this a field goal game. So that gives me a lot of pause and a lot of reason to stay away from this one. Going to the head, I'm taking the Broncos, but I want to puke all over that. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Scott. I, I would look to bet Broncos here. I'm definitely not going to play it in the contest. I don't think Vic Fangio is a very good coach. Obviously, at, at the risk of belaboring the point here, Joe Flacco is not a very good quarterback. What? And, um, yeah, <laughs> shocker, spoiler alert. <laughs> very on brand for this podcast, Joe Flacco stinks. No interest in them, but I, I uh, also notoriously have bet against the Chargers as we'll call it large home favorites, a uh, team that has notoriously – underperformed but uh so it's a stay away from me i mean six and a half that's like about how many kids philip rivers has at this point right? yeah i think he's going for the football team let's go for the full 11 <laughs> on 11 <laughs> well he got what i mean you can go seven on seven that's what the football is going to be by the time that's true yeah kids. the rivers family versus the fitzpatrick family yeah <laughs> don't forget the cromarties in there too oh yeah oh jeez. point Cromarty can, yeah, Cromarty can feel the zone seven on seven. Uh-huh. He doesn't need the help from Philip Rivers. Yeah, he can have one on one side and one on the other. He's got like fourteen <laughs> yeah. out there. <laughs> Packers, Cowboys. This has to be Fox game of the week, isn't it? I mean, oh it's yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, of course that is. There's only two four say. o'clock games this week. It's so come on NFL. Aggravating. Aikman's Get it just together. frothing in a corner, like just so juiced up for this game. Just. He looked hungover in that whatever that last. He game always was. looks horrible. That's why they don't put him on Dude. the TV. And like they show him and and Buck, Buck's gigantic forehead for like ten seconds at the start of the game, and then it's all B roll. They're just like, yeah, roll the clips. They we can't show him what Aikman looks like yeah. today. Aikman's sitting there like, uh, uh, I'm just gonna keep uh, getting at Pat Mahomes on Twitter. I'm just gonna keep arguing with him. Oh jeez, what an idiot. But anyway, Cowboys are favored at home three and a half. Uh, so, I mean, Joe Public, their two favorite uh, teams right here. Um, I'm going to lay the three and a half with the Cowboys. Obviously, a disappointing performance from them on Sunday Night Football. But the struggle with the Packers is no Devontae Adams. Uh, so you're going to get a steady dose of Geronimo Allison and uh, Marcus Valdez-Scantling. Uh, Jamal Williams also hurt, uh, concussed, so he's probably out. This is a big uh, game for Ezekiel Elliott because uh, Green Bay is allowing the league high in rushing success rate right now and yards after contact. So this is a, a Zeke Elliott bad game last week. Get right this week, lay the three and a half at home. Fox game of the week. Blah. <laughs> Scott and I singing from the same uh, song sheet this go round. I also like the Cowboys. I made this six 
I've been looking really to fade the Packers. I don't think this defense is very good. Uh, I expect everything that Scott just said. Ezekiel Elliott, big game. Jason Garrett will be in his be doing his dumbass clap while they're getting first downs. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers, I again, I think uh, the unimpressive is probably the word that I would use for him this season. He has not been spectacular. Really, has been doing just enough to get it done against what I would view to be very middling competition. Uh, I like what I've seen from the Cowboys this week, including la- or excuse me, this year, including last week. Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, doing and that offensive line doing just enough to win games in spite of. That's correct. In spite of their idiot redhead head coach. <laughs> uh, the, I mean, really, the the, the struggle is that uh, the Packers are on extended rest off of um, off of yeah, uh, the, the Thursday night game. game against the Eagles. But that so. was that was a. I mean, that was a full game. They were up and down. Uh, I you know, so I agree with you. A couple days extra rest, but I, I just don't. I don't. You know, if I'm saying on a neutral. That the cowboy, you know, what this effectively says, in my estimation, is that the Cowboys and Packers are even on a neutral, and I just, I don't buy that, even with the extra rest. Yeah, I just think Zeke's going to be too much. You saw what Dalvin Cook did, and the Vikings' offensive line isn't as good as the Cowboys' O line, so I just think it's going to be a ground and pound, and just wear them down. Where you see in the third, fourth quarter, this Cowboys team what's really the, get the what's ball the total down. then on that one? Maybe a quick game. Got to get home for lunch. Uh, Forty-six and a half on this one. Yeah, that could. Uh, that's a potential underplay. Mm-hmm. And then, so we got this is... yeah, Packers with a with a light up the scoreboard week that everybody saw. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned, folks. Follow us on Betsperts. And we've been waiting all day for a Sunday night. <laughs> we got oh, Chiefs, yeah. Colts, Chiefs at Arrowhead. 11-point favorites. Jared, I think our, our uncle and cousin are going to this game. And they're oh, nice. Super juiced for that one. I will take the 11 points, and I will run. I'll roll with the Colts if T.Y. Hilton is playing. So it'll lend me not to play this in the Super Contest just because uh, I don't know his status. The the Colts will struggle without um, T.Y. Hilton. And also Marlon Mack seems like he's going to be out, but I think he was irrelevant in this game because it's going to be uh, all the way up the scoreboard type of night, and it's going to be a night for Naeem Hines and Jordan Wilkins and not for Marlon Mack. A uh, bit too many points for a team that can uh, has some offensive weapons. If T.Y. Hilton is playing only, I will be on the Colts. If, they're, if he's not playing, this is a, a, a Chiefs or stay away. And I'm getting scared now, Scott, with all these <laughs> similar picks here. I also am going to take the Colts. I've been on the Chiefs train the whole year. Uh, it's time to make up some ground in the contest. I will be playing the Colts with the hope that it is a contrarian play. Uh, you saw them lose to a pretty putrid Oakland team last week at home. I think this is get right. Uh, I think Jacoby Brissett in this offense, as you mentioned, will be able to match them up and down the field. This this uh not Colts. This Chiefs defense is terrible, and I think they'll be able to move it. Uh, too many points to lay, even though the offense is great. With that type of defense, anytime you lay double digits, I'm going to be looking to be on the on the other side. So give me the Colts in the contest with the monies, everything. I dare anyone who listens to this podcast to try and tell me that your any one of your friends is a bigger Chiefs fan than Jared and I's uncle, and I will bet everything in my life. That's not factual. 
<laughs> not, po- not possible. This man, we were just up there to see family. Chiefs hat, Chiefs shirt, Chiefs shorts, Chiefs socks, Chiefs shoes, Chiefs mug. Yeah, he's the like when he's the person where when you go to the the gift shop or the NFL shop or whatever, and you're like, you see something like, who the hell would buy this, much less wear it? That's our uncle. He's got the Zumba <laughs> pants. He oh, buys wow. it and he wears it. Yeah, he's the guy's all in on his uh, Chiefs, which I don't know for our entire adult life, he's they've sucked. So it's exciting for him mm-hmm. to see uh, have some have some success. I'm still. I think the only reason he's a Chiefs fan is because the Chiefs beat the Vikings in like I'm sure a su- that Super Bowl. I don't remember which one, but I'm sure that was around the time where he was formative years. Yeah, and just did it to piss off our grandfather, which I think is hysterical. <laughs> Very uh, possible. Yes, because that sounds like something you would do, Jerry. Don't ask, don't ask Scott why he's a Patriots fan then. the next game the next game quick 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 monday night save uh save monday night for the recap that's right that's right never mind i always get excited about monday night and then i remember like this is a really good one too they got lucky finally thank god this is a really interesting game i like it a lot make sure to put it on mute though they've been terrible ever since then or until now i should say booger's so bad the worst (laughs) <laughs> I love Rosillo's podcast, and I instantly deleted two. I instantly deleted the one with Booger McFarland, and I instantly deleted the one with Danny Cannell. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So once Can't again, that nonsense. Once again, junkies, just it's at or excuse me, it's draft.com promo code pigskin junkies, all one word, free three dollar play. Tweet us at pigskin underscore junkies to get at Jared or at Scott and put. Uh, put it up against them. They'd much enjoy that. And then who knows? You you do it if you take them both down. Maybe we we'll get you on the podcast for real. There you go. Now we're talking. because yeah. yeah, I, I am I am looking at this right now. I am thumping people in the season long league. I'm talking woodshed. <laughs> there you go, Jared's confident. He's feeling cocky. You got to take him down. But that's going to do it for this week's edition of Pigskin Junkies. I'm Michael Larson. That's Jared Larson. That's Scott Panza. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will talk to you on Sunday night or Monday morning whenever you listen. See ya. Barkley. Suck the tape.